Uh, now, Colin, he, um, as you've heard, has interviewed all sorts of famous people, famous people who've achieved um, so much. And if you think about the verse that he just shared there, that, that question, who is it that overcomes the world? If, in a sense, if anybody has managed to overcome the world, we'd think it would be some of those celebrities, some of those famous people that have achieved so, so much. Now, um, Recently, I was reading uh, an interview that someone, it wasn't Colin, um, but Colin has interviewed this person, Madonna. Colin's interviewed her, but it was someone else, actually, that was interviewing Madonna. It was in the Guardian newspaper a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago. And it was fascinating that in this interview with Madonna, um, that was referred to an interview that Madonna conducted um, 35 years ago, before she was famous. And I'm just going to show a 30-second clip of uh, this interview with Madonna. And I just love you as... You hear it, it's be pretty obvious, but just to hear um, Madonna's absolute passion to overcome the world, her real desire to overcome the world. So we're just going to watch it now. See that way and start writing songs, so here I am. When you went back to New York, you sang with a trillion bands, you quit yeah. and you went out on your own. Were you the least bit scared to do that? Not really. I think I've always had a lot of confidence in myself. We are, we are a couple of weeks into the new year. What do you hope will happen, not only in 1984, but for the rest of your professional life? What are your dreams? What's left? Mm, to rule the world. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Madonna. You go pretty confident, uh, age 25, not famous at that moment. What do you want to do? What's your ambition? I want to rule the world. I want to rule the world. Wind the clock on five years to when Madonna's 30. By that stage, she is super famous, and she's interviewed by Rolling Stone magazine, and this is what she says. She says this. She says, I'm attracted to obstacles that I need to overcome. I'm interested in facing challenges, to facing things that are going to be harder rather than easier. And you see, for so many people, not just Madonna, for so many famous people, there is this real drive in life to succeed, even against the odds, to, to overcome, to rule the world. But this desire, it is never truly satisfied. Madonna turned 61 a few weeks ago, and uh, in this interview that I read, she um, is referred to now, she's referred to as in the top five most famous people on the planet. Okay, she is one of the top five most famous people living on all the earth. And yet, she's asked in this interview, she's asked why it is that she's, still, she's in her 60s, why is she still so ambitious? Why is she not just relaxing, resting, putting her feet up a bit, but why has she got this constant drive to do so much and be so ambitious? And this is how she replied. She replied by saying this. She said, I want to be a somebody because I grew up feeling like a nobody. There she is. She's in her 60s. She is one of the five most famous people on the planet. And yet she says, I want to be a somebody. I haven't made it yet. I want to be a somebody. I'm not yet ruling the world, even though I'm in the top five most famous people on the planet. And that is the truth. The truth is, whoever we are, whoever we are, Madonna, each one of us, whoever we are, we never truly overcome. We never feel fully satisfied. We never reach that goal. It was C.S. Lewis, and he famously said this. He said, if I find in myself a desire which no experience in this world can fully satisfy, 
The most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. Just listen to that again. He says, if I find in myself some desire which no experience in this world can fully satisfy, then the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. You see, for Madonna, it's this desire to overcome, to succeed, to to be a somebody, to, to rule the world. But for each one of us, it'll be all sorts of different desires and all sorts of different directions that we take to try and fulfill those desires. So maybe the the desire for comfort, that we look to be fulfilled through earning lots of money so we can buy a really nice house. Or it might be that we have the desire for popularity, that we look to be fulfilled through looking good and socializing lots and having lots of sex. Or it might be the desire for significance, that we look to be fulfilled through being a trustee of a couple of really sort of noble charities. Or it might be the desire to prove our competence and our self-worth that we look to be fulfilled through trying to live life with not having to need anybody else's help ever at all. But for every single one of us, whatever those desires are, we find that those desires, they cannot be truly satisfied in this world. Just like Colin was talking about work, those desires in work to succeed, for work to be great, they can never be fully satisfied in this world, no matter how much we strive and strive to achieve. But the verse that Colin chose, it tells us a different story. It gives us another option. It says there's another way. It asks the question, who is it that overcomes the world? And it tells us that it is not the person who strives to achieve or to do this, that, or the other. No, it says the person who overcomes the world is simply the person who believes that a man who walked this earth 2,000 odd years ago, a man who died at the age of 33, it's simply the person who believes that that man is the Son of God. Now, how can that be, you might say? How can belief in Jesus Christ, belief in in this man, how can that be the way to knowing true fulfillment and true satisfaction? Well, the claim is, the claim is that that man came from another world, heaven, the world that ultimately we are made for. The claim is that that man did truly overcome this world with his death and resurrection. And the claim is that that man can satisfy all your deepest longings and hungers and thirsts and desires. Because the claim is that that man who came from another world, who overcame this world, and who provides meaning to each of our worlds, the claim is that that man, Jesus Christ, that he is the center of this world. And so the solution, the solution to your and my needs, our wants, our hungers, our thirsts, our desires, all the solution to those desires, the solution does not come from within. The solution does not come from within ourselves. That's so often what we're told in the world today, that the solution comes from within. But this verse here is telling us that the solution to all our needs, our wants, our hopes, our hungers, our thirsts, our desires, the solution comes in a person, in Jesus Christ. And really tonight, 
It is that claim that I would love to invite each one of you here this evening to investigate by coming on Alpha this Tuesday. This claim that through belief in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, through belief in him, you might find your longings fulfilled, your desires met, your hopes restored, and your life given meaning. Meaning in this world and meaning in the next. So we sit, shall we pray? I'm going to lead us in prayer if that's okay. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, when you were here on earth, you said that as we come to you, so you truly satisfy our hunger and our thirst for meaning. Jesus, you said that anyone who is spiritually thirsty should come to you and to drink from you And that rivers of living water will then flow from within us. And Lord Jesus, tonight, we pray that each one of us here would experience that sense that you are the one who satisfies our desires. And you are the one who quenches our thirst. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Would you stand and we're going to respond in song now. Let's stand.